strong. Well, it's uh, it's a big Ariane Gatto to all the uh, all the viewers and listeners out there, Damo. I bet you like that one. <laughs> We've been sitting on that for a while. <laughs> Surely that's not too bad That's pretty good isn't it That's not too bad (laughs) Obviously the reference there is to the golden girl Ariane Titmus In the the pool knocking off Katie Ledecky And still some some hides to come I reckon from her And and it's just been a big few days I just don't know how to sort of encapsulate What we've seen over the past three or four days How are you going mate How are you enjoying it Oh, I mean, national pride's out and about, mate. I've got the flag out, the, the, the scarf's the out. This lockdown couldn't have come at a better time. I think I've watched five-plus hours of Olympics every day so far, so it's been fantastic. Thank God for the swimming team, I say. Absolutely right. And, and also a welcome back to the, to the, the D-Kids podcast as well. We're, a bit, uh, we're caught up in the Olympic, Olympic fever here today, so I don't know how much performance talk we'll actually have, but it's just purely sort of Olympics and... and as Damo said, if we weren't decent swimmers, I reckon we'd be, uh, we'd be up the creek without a Jess Fox paddle at the moment. What do you reckon? I think so, Rob. Very lucky that we're good in the pool, I'd say. The, the metal front would be yeah. very different at this stage. Absolutely. And there's still some... Obviously, the, the swimming only goes for a certain amount of time and there's a few other sports that haven't started yet that, that will crank up as well. But maybe... If we want to start off, so I think we're, what are we, day three or day four in now? What's happened, Damo, so far that's caught your eye, I reckon, from the Olympics? What are some of the, your highlights that, that you've seen and think, geez, like, we need to talk about this in the next Dickheads podcast? Probably the first one was the, the Ollie Roos. Um, oh, how I think, good. I, I think they've shocked everyone. They've made the back page of every major paper in, in the country as well when they uh, yeah. knocked off Argentina 2-0. I think there's some pretty suspect refereeing in that game, but we did score twice <laughs> and, and held on. So a performance for the ages there for the, the Oli Roos. Absolutely. And, and I think you're right. It was pretty, a dubious send-off there. I, think that the ref, I don't think the ref realised the guy he was giving a yellow card to also had one. Because surely he wasn't going to give him a yellow, yellow card for that. No, so, it, it gave me flashbacks to the 2006 World Cup when the referee oh. gave out three yellow cards in the same, to the same bloke. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and then the, the, the backlash almost from the Argent, like Argentinians saw on, on Twitter about how some bloke was going on about how like, you know, we'd hang out with koalas all day and, and all that sort of stuff. So the, the backlash worldwide has been absolutely outstanding from that performance. So I think it's a testament to Graham Arnold and his men. Yeah, I mean, they followed it up with 80 minutes of a good game against Spain as well, who had sure did, five yeah. or six blokes who played in the, the senior men's team at the Euros as well. <laughs> and I was reading something today that one player's got a 700 million euro buyout clause in his contract at Real Madrid. So, yeah, not bad by the A-League squad of uh, <laughs> yeah. Oli Roos there. And Absolutely. it gives, them a, gives themselves a good chance to get out of the group as well with a so draw what, against what Egypt. So now? So they just need a draw against Egypt. Is that a draw it? Draw against Egypt and they get get through. Jeez, unbelievable. So, oh, let's let's pray for that. I think that the Socceroos got a pretty handy back two there if they want it in Harry Sutter and and uh, Thomas Den there as well for the next ten years. Surely, surely that's a nice little sort of back uh, a back two there, nice little pairing. Yeah, I mean they're both capped at the senior level, so I think yeah they'll be there for some time to come. Beautiful. That's what we like. And then, so what about the girls then? What about the uh, Matildas, mate? How do, how, do we, how do we feel like they're going? Had a, a good win against New Zealand, but then 
an interesting game against the Swedes. Yeah, I mean, the Swedes absolutely smashed the US in the first game, which was a bit of an upset result there. So probably not not the result that you would... It wasn't what you didn't expect. Sweden were probably the favourites going into that game. So, But at, at one stage, it was two all, and then we had a penalty that we missed as well. So we could have gone 3-2 up in that game. So they play tonight against uh, the US. So I think, US. Ag- again, a draw probably gets us through in that, out of the group of death. So. And that's what I love is the group of death is the group of opportunity, I think, is what Graham Arnold called it quarter for the men but it seems as though mate if we can just just put off another solid performance then getting through the knockout phase of both both men's and women's there will be an outstanding result surely yeah well we've never got out of the group stage in the men's side of things so that'd be very good obviously the women's have done quite well before but yeah if we get through then obviously could be some big opportunities for a medal there absolutely and then so i think my highlight the other night was watching the boomers get the uh get the chocolates against nigeria a bit of a scrappy start to their campaign and it was pretty ugly basketball to watch. It was basically turnover city, really. So to see them but to see them get that sort of win out of the way early on, I reckon it's pretty good and, and it bodes well for them. So I'm tipping that they will finish top of their group, which will be an ideal result. But what were your thoughts on the on the Boomers campaign? Because I know you've got a plethora of basketball knowledge. Yeah, not the, the biggest uh, basketball fan, but I, <laughs> I, I did watch the majority of the game. Obviously, the, the Aussie spirits come through. Yeah, no, Paddy Mills, very good. Very good. Outstanding. Uh, Nigeria were woeful from the free throw line. They they were, and it cost I them I think it was time. 11 of 21, and the, the margin wasn't too much different to that. So if they hit a few more free throws, it would have been a different game, I think. But yeah, as you said, good for Absolutely. the Boomers to get, get the win out of the way and yeah, move on to the, the next game. And they've got a few easier games to finish off the group stage. Yeah, absolutely. And Nigeria, no slouch. They've got some NBA talent on that roster and they're pretty long and athletic. So that was, it was a good win and it was good to see uh, a few of the other... Good to see they used most of the team as well. So Nick Kay is very serviceable for us and, and Dante Exxon was pretty good as well. So I think there's a lot of potential moving forward. And, and what was even better though, mate, was to see the French knock off the US. So that, is, that was an interesting result. And, and the French are obviously pretty talented with some of their NBA talent. So... Wasn't completely an unexpected result, but geez, it puts a lot of pressure on the Americans. Well, uh, I watched the highlights of that. Was it the first loss in forty games or something? That was a forty-game yeah, so unbeaten streak for the US. Yeah, yeah, the Olympics. I don't think they would have lost the game since probably Athens or something. Yeah, so it's it's been a long time coming. But having said that, it's not a complete surprise given their form lately. So it'd be interesting because I, I don't think they I don't think they have that untouchable sort of persona now anymore. Like it was like when. When Federer, you know, sort of 2005 to 2012 was basically untouchable. And now it's sort of like, well, the, the US team is getting a bit that way where people are realising, hang on, we can actually knock this mob off. So it would be yeah. interesting viewing, I reckon. They also don't send their best squad, do they? Like a lot of the No, it's not. Players. But it's still like Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker. There's still like, that's still a very good trio of players right there so it's not their a1 team that you know back in the day they had lebron and Dwayne wade and kobe playing for the team it's not that anymore but it still should be enough to get the job done but i think the uh the growth of international game and and there's more nba talent um, distributed between international squads i think it's better for the competition so we'll watch that one with a bit of interest demo yeah, the next one we've got on the list here is something that probably hurt you. You're a huge tennis fan. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Ash Barty, Wimbledon champion, knocked out in the first yeah. round. 
mate, it was disappointing and it was a bit uncharacteristic, the performance from Ash, I thought. I think she had some like 55 unforced errors and which wasn't ideal. And the, her opponent, however, is a top 50 player. So it's not, again, sort of blowout or a, you know, first, the first round of, of a Grand Slam sort of result. But yeah, it was a bit disappointed. I was a bit disappointed for Ash and I think she would have been pretty disappointed as well. But she is still alive in the doubles. So there is a potential middle hope in the women's doubles. We've got two pairs still left in there. So you've got Ash Barty and then you've also got and Sam Stozer as well. So there's... And there's still some potential left on the on the court, albeit not the singles court, though. Yeah, I, like you said, with those unforced errors for Ash, I think she, mm. I was watching. It was she had 35 unforced errors early in the like second set, so yeah. that's unbelievable. Jeez. That's just so many points that you're giving away mm. there. But yeah, we got two two chances. So it's Barty and Storm. Barty Sanders. and Storm Sanders, yeah, and, and I think it's Alan, playing with Stoza Perez. I think Alan Perez. There's still like getting in the quarterfinals. Essentially, you just have to win one more game, and then then you'll have the chance to play for a medal, whether it's in the gold medal match or in the bronze medal playoff as well. So they just need to win one more each, and then there's uh, a shot of a, a medal there in tennis, which would be good. Uh, I think the last one we had was Alicia Mollick. So we're due for one there, mate. Imagine if it was an all Aussie final. Oh mate, that would be that would just be absolutely outstanding. But like having said that with Barty, Naomi Osaka also lost today as well. So there's a few things can happen, particularly in the women's side of the draw where yeah, you just never know an Olympics. So it's not a complete shock, but who knows, mate? Who knows? Yeah, I get some of the players from the other countries may not have been at the Grand Slam or gone as far in Wimbledon as well, so they're coming in a bit fresher than what um, Barty would have she would have had to have gone yeah, straight straight bit, from there into a quarantine yeah. to come across so um, yeah, yeah, it's a big month difficult. wasn't it mm. absolutely you can't really complain but absolutely mate and then so we want to move on to the men's and women's hockey team both undefeated at the moment and playing really well particularly the men the men have started a bit scratchy with the, a couple of quarters there against Japan but they have absolutely turned a dynamite last couple of games knocking off some pretty good opponents yeah, would they knocked off Argentina? Was it this morning or yesterday? Argentina five one. This morning. Who's the uh, five two? I reckon it was five two. And Argentina were, I think, I think they were gold medalists last time. But they were in Rio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rio. So and then India as well. So both quality programs that they've beaten pretty comprehensively. So that's a great shot in the arm, I reckon, for their campaign. Yeah. What about the women's side? You're you're our resident hockey expert yeah. here, Rob. What's been going yeah, on? Yeah, again. There? I think the so the women knocked off uh, they knocked off Spain and China. So again, can't fault their um, their start so far. Not sure what will happen in terms of when they get to the the knockout tournament, but they they've started pretty well. So I think they're I think collectively both squads are probably travelling or they're tracking pretty pretty well, mate. I think if they can get a medal out of this thing, it's going to be a pretty successful campaign. All right, so moving on to our next uh, point here. So we've probably moved away from the good results. So we're moving more on to <laughs> some not so good. So the softball, which is the first sport that we saw at the Olympics yeah. this year, hasn't really gone our way. We were walked over in the first game and the mercy mm. rule was uh, enforced. <laughs> yes. Then we came back a little bit stronger. And then since then, we took, what, the USA to... And extra innings. Yeah, yeah. USA there. was right to the death. Yep. And then, and then Canada. got by, Yeah, Canada. And then was it Mexico as well. Last night we got done by Mexico yeah. as well. So I think yeah, that, so. that's 
game over. It's disappointing as well because I, I think we historically we've done pretty well in softball. Um, I don't claim to be any sort of softball expert, but I know that we've definitely gone pretty well previously. So I'd imagine that'd be pretty disappointing. Yeah, well, they, they've meddled at every games that it's been in. But well, there you from, go. from yeah. watching a bit of the broadcast, I think a few of the athletes actually came out of retirement to play at the games because it was their mm. sort of first opportunity to, to play since yeah, right, okay. whenever it was last held. So that probably adds a bit to it. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So obviously, there's a pretty short turnaround to the next Olympics. Hopefully, we can um, get back on the horse and, and redeem those winning ways. All right, so what about the the 48-year-old table tennis sensation who I think this was uh, this was her six six games is that right Damo? six games that's correct Jan Fanglay I believe is I believe is the correct pronunciation although I'll stand correct on that but uh, she did all right she won a couple of games and got to the third round which is pretty good considering table tennis isn't necessarily uh, a gold medal lock for us is it no not at all um, she was actually a late call up as well she didn't originally qualify and someone pulled out due to the COVID stuff. And so she got called up and I think it's her equal best performance at an Olympic game. So I think she was, did she even make the fourth round? I think, which was her best ever. And she got rolled Mm. pretty comfortably today, but she was up by seven and five points in two of those sets today. So she definitely had a sniff, but obviously slipped past her, but yeah, well done to a sixth Olympic game. All right. So, now, if, what about, I know you've run your eye over the more obscure, well, I'm not going to say obscure, but the less publicised sports. So do you want to give us a quick wrap as to your, the depth of your research for this podcast uh, this afternoon? So just give us the rundown, Damon. Oh, last night I did spend quite a bit of time on the couch while watching the Olympics, scouring through. Uh, just num- give us numerous- a part of the, yeah, give us the part of the interruption style recap. So just go straight through them all and just, just, just show everyone your knowledge. All right. So yesterday we had Dan Watkins, who finished 10th in the C1 canoe final, which we've got Jess Fox competing in at the moment, which her race is nearly about to come up. <laughs> Tyson Bull in the horizontal bar final in the gymnastics. Upon a bit of research, he's actually the first Australian male gymnast to make a final um, in the individual event. Outstanding. Uh, yeah, that's probably as obscure as it goes. I also did look at a bit of the sailing results, but they have about eight races before the um, yeah right the yeah. final. So I didn't go too deep into it, but I've got to figure out what their scoring system is in that because I don't know if they were doing well or not. But we, <laughs> yes. we have medaled regularly in the sailing, so yes, we it's have. Worth, it's worth a look, but yeah. Um, yeah, only two races in at the moment there. Beautiful. That's what we love. And then what about surfing, mate? Not as well as what we would have hoped, but not too bad either. Well, I mean, the typhoon's coming through, which we'll talk about. So <laughs> yeah, I think it finished a little crazy. bit early, earlier than um, expected. But, geez, watching it, I, you wouldn't want to go out there for just a casual swim, would you, on that beach? <laughs> no, not for a paddle. <laughs> Definitely not. No, it was pretty bad, wasn't it? It was, it was real bad. The first time tuning in, I actually thought it was like a wave park in Melbourne, one of those <laughs> fake fake things. But I was like, these, these <laughs> waves are rubbish. <laughs> so, yeah, no, apparently there, there is a typhoon coming off the coast. But, yeah, the, today we had a couple of finals. So, yeah. Sally, Sally Fitzgibbon got knocked out. Gilbert yeah, got knocked out. But we did get a medal. So, Owen Wright. Bronze. Bronze. Beat I mean, Gab- it did pretty, yeah. He beat Gabrielle Medina, got- who's the four-time yeah. world champion. So, he's number one. He's done well. Absolutely. And I would like to give a, a special shout out to Sally Fitzgibbons as well. 
when she was interviewed after her uh, after her defeat in the quarterfinal heats, she was absolutely like she was almost bawling her eyes out. She was that disappointed, and I loved to see how highly she spoke of representing her country and how much of an honour it was for her and and how much it meant to her. I thought it was really good. So, despite obviously not getting the results she wanted, I thought it was really good that she was you know, she cared so much about it and, and cared so much about representing her country. So I thought that was awesome considering. You know, how many people you know, sort of like to pull out of games and, and don't necessarily want to represent their country as their first priority. So I thought that was outstanding. So congrats to her. I think and that's probably it for our, our results. In terms yeah, of I think so. Yeah. We've got a few highlights from around the grounds um, that we might need to go through. <laughs> There's one that just really stands out, isn't there? And what, actually, hang on. So we might pause this conversation because we'll have a live commentary of Jess Fox Jess Fox is about to go down the uh, the canoe slalom, so this could be uh, this could be my Dennis committee moment, Damo. The floor is yours, Rob. All right. So the number one bib representing, I believe, the world champion. Uh, if that if that is uh, what that means, and, and there's the steely focus as well. It's a bit of a trademark of, of Jess Fox, isn't it, Damo? Very much so. All right, Rob. here she goes. She's gone down. She's a good start. No blemishes as yet. Very clinical with the way uh, she operates the paddle. Fancy doing this, Damo. Like, could you imagine? Oh, hang on. She's, oh, she's, that's not ideal. Uh, it's not ideal. She's touched the um, the gate there, which is not ideal. And looks like she's having a bit of trouble getting navigating through this top section. Can you imagine her old mm. man's on commentary too? Uh, oh, really? Oh boy, she's she's got a, she's got a lot of work to do now. Having watched the other competitors in this race, they have hit the poles quite a bit though. So yeah, two, two points may yeah. not be. Too bad. Yeah, and so it looks still like only behind by point three of a second. Yeah, so if she can have sort of, if she can pick up, pick it up here and not have any other blemishes, she may still be able to hang on, mate. Dude, it's tense. How nervous do you get watching this? Yeah, not watching the sport ever before. Yeah, she's. I feel like riding it with her. Hopefully, she can. Did she, she miss can the gate? Out, there? Don't I don't I, know. I think she's missed I, the gate. Oh, she's up. Oh, I don't know. Wise. She's up though. She's up. On. Come on, Jess. Keep going. Keep going. Here we go. Keep going. Oh, come on, grind it out. Surely. Surely. Oh, this is the hard one. Finish. Oh, no. Oh. No, Damo. No. That's it. That's the gold medal gone, That's I think. heartbreaking, mate. That is heartbreaking. Oh, no. Did she get a medal? Oh, the... yeah. She's gone bronze, mate. Yeah, that is just that's heartbreaking, mate. She wins if she oh, doesn't get that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's so tough to watch. Oh, poor girl. If she doesn't hit that, she oh, wins, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's disappointing. Oh, no. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's disappointing, Dave, wasn't it, mate? That's live sport. That's sport, isn't it? Yeah, you can't. It's the... Was that Sean's lock for a medal? I think it was, actually. It could have been. So oh, repercussions to come here. Sean, might be up, so... It might be a bit of a blessing in disguise for the Trix team, apart from Sean. But uh, mate, that's the agony and ecstasy of sports, isn't it? Like that's so, so, so heartbreaking. Close, like literally. she, the Channel Seven is showing the highlights at the moment, and she's just nicked it on the side with her helmet. Oh no! Oh, oh no! That's oh. and at that point, you know as well, don't you? You know. Yeah, that. yeah. Mm, so that's um, that's that's tragic, Dana, isn't it? It is. Oh, well. it is. No, all right. We'll uh, we'll go back to. To what we had, and, and it's unfortunate. But um, yeah, so if we want to turn our attention to 
to Ariane Titmus again, and, and her performance was outstanding, <laughs> Damo. But what, what else was outstanding about that performance? I think her coach is probably ended up <laughs> more famous than Ariane has at this point. He has become a viral sensation, old D- Dean Boxall. Dean Boxall, that's it, yeah, Dean. He, absolutely, yeah. He's a wrestling rendition at the end there. I think I feel sorry for the poor COVID marshal um, standing in the oh, background. Then he just barges yes. past, rips the mask off, and then just gives the post an absolute flogging. The pure emotion there it was fantastic, wasn't yeah. it? Mate, it was it's so good to see, wasn't it? Like, you just love those moments where people just, you know, literally just go off their head. And do you know what it reminded me of? Remember, I think we spoke about in the previous podcast. Remember that guy doing the 10-pin bowling? Yeah. And he won? Mate, that, it, I just had like flashbacks of that, about that guy doing the celebration after I, the 10-pin bowling. I had that exact conversation with my housemate last night. I, yeah. I just Imagine if you put the audio over there. Do you know who yeah. I am? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mate, that's what, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's exactly what it was like. But mate, you just love that. Like, love how much passion people had. Like, it's so good to see. So, well, that, yeah, that's good on it. That's five or six years of preparation. Yeah. It, absolutely. And, and that's what you forget, isn't it? How much goes into that? How much goes into like getting someone on the starting box there and, and that performance as well. So yeah, it's just, yeah, it was priceless, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fantastic. I think another one that's gone viral um, definitely on Twitter is the, um, the stack in the skateboarding. Oh yeah. The, the, bl- the bloke oh, that he, he's gone, oh. he's gone ass up and has, yeah. Smack the Jats crackers straight into the post. Yes. He's, uh, that, yeah. was, that must have hurt a lot. It's, 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 like, it's like a car crash, man. You just can't, you just can't turn away, can you? Because no. it just comes and then it's just straight into the, uh, the crown jewel. So it's um, not great. It's not like great watching someone get hit in the box in cricket. Like, like you said, you just can't yeah, help yeah, but not yeah. keep watching and see what happens. Uh, and you know it's coming as well. <laughs> And speaking of maybe unfortunate events, what about the start of the men's triathlon? Yeah, that was an interesting, wasn't wasn't it? Like talk about, like, talk about having your boat up the wrong creek. Well, like, mate, what was going up there? What was going on? I've got no idea. But for those that haven't seen it, there was uh, at the start for the swim leg um, in the triathlon, there was one of the marshalling boats was parked in front of half of the field. Um, they've hit the buzzer. <laughs> And, and half the field's jumped in and, and probably swam 50 or 100 metres. Yeah. And yeah. then they've gone, oh, no, no, sorry. And the boat tried to move out of the way. <laughs> Turns out one of the Aussies um, actually got his nose broken during that. Oh, really? Yeah, he got, okay. he got kicked in the face during it because I think he must have tried to jump in next to the boat and copped it. So, yeah, he broke his nose at the start of the swim leg. Mate, that's... That's unbelievable, but I did like that, the desperation of trying to whack the boat in reverse and get it out of the way. <laughs> it was like when you go to the, like, like when you go to the beach um, in summer, particularly where I'm from, in the peninsula, you see all the nuffies line up on the boat ramps trying to get it in and get it yeah. out pretty quick. <laughs> Mate, that's exactly what that was like. <laughs> if, if, it's if unbelievable. You if you haven't seen it, look it up. It's, it's yeah, a great, actually, great bit yeah, of footage. It is great. And even the comment, the Channel 7 commentary was perfect. They're like, they're going to have to call this back. What's going on here? Like, well, they did that. They, they had like a 10 or 15 minute break to let the athletes yeah. that had actually started swimming recover so that they yeah. could, weren't disadvantaged. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just unbelievable. But yeah, it's, if you don't laugh, you'll cry, I reckon. So yeah, it, it was an interesting moment. But 
in talk, speaking at the triathlon, uh, a female, I can't remember her name, which is pretty bad, but uh, from Bermuda won the tri- women's triathlon, which is yeah, an outstanding Duffy. result. Duffy. Yeah, Duffy, that's it. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a great result for such a small nation. So outstanding. So obviously you can navigate her way around the Bermuda Triangle, which is pretty good. So that would hold you in good stead. Yeah, I'm going to stop, man. I just got to stop with these gags. But there you go. Hopefully someone gets some, some, some laughs out of it. <laughs> oh, dear, dear me. Well, yeah. there, was an, uh, there was another one today. Um, Philippines got their first ever gold medal in the weightlifting. Yeah, weightlifting. Yep. Yep. Self-funded athlete as well. The uh, Philippines Institute of Sport cut the funding, yeah, so right. she had to pay yeah. her own way. Outstanding. I love that. And weightlifting, I reckon, is one of those sports that is so, I guess, um, accessible. So that there are people that can probably do that because you know they obviously need you know the some of the stuff that you and I would be familiar with, Damo, in terms of you know squat racks and and sort of and, and bars and stuff. So it is good in the sense that anyone can sort of still have access to that equipment, which is really good. Yeah, it's very universal. And like you said, if you're not mm. from a country that's well resourced, if you do go train elsewhere and then um, compete under your nation's flag, as the Philippines athlete did, um, you can certainly still reap the rewards. I love that. It's outstanding, isn't it? That you can still, doesn't matter where you're from, you don't have to be a powerhouse, China or the US. You know, it just relies on, on your own personal strength, which is outstanding. So that's, that's a good result, actually. So, yeah, one fantastic on result. One on the Philippines. All right, so now we'll go through the Australian medals so far. So, obviously, swimming was always going to give us a few and, and always keeps the medal tally ticking over. So, if you want to go through the gold, Damo, about, you know, who, who's won gold for us so far? Yeah, so we've got three gold medals at this stage. So, they've all come from the pool. So, uh, the 4 by 100 metres women's freestyle. So, Meg Harris the Campbell sisters and Emma McKeon. Uh, Ariane Titmus knocked off your favourite Katie Ledecky in the 400 metres freestyle. My favourite. Yep, <laughs> your favourite. Uh, and then the, this morning in the 100 metre backstroke, we had Taylor McEwen, um, who dropped... Kaylee, mate. Kaylee. Yes. Yeah. That's her sister. Yeah, that's Sorry. It. Well, she did she did drop an F bomb on um TV. Yes, absolutely she did. Yeah. yeah, mate. And but the the more important thing is that she was my lock for the Triax gold medal locks was uh was Kaylee. So a big thank you to her first and foremost, because that saved my bacon from having to do anything embarrassing. So that's uh that's outstanding from her and she just she swam the perfect race, mate. Like she, you know, she wasn't in front until she needed to be in the last sort of 10 to 15 metres. And, and that's all we care about. Got the job done. Yeah. Yep. That's it, mate. And fortunately for you, mate, saved. I really wanted to and see you, you get the punishment. Yeah. And do you know what's really funny is that Jess Fox, I believe, was Sean's lock for a goal. I think. I'm not, not certain on that. And he's not here at the moment. He's nowhere to be seen. So... That could be interesting itself. Maybe Sean had some inside information. I think he's defected to the ROC. Oh, <laughs> well, there is, a, there is a strong Russian community in Pakenham, so <laughs> that couldn't be too far off the mark, actually. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, now, the silver, though. Uh, uh, Jack, McLaughlin, Jack McLaughlin in the 400 freestyle. A good swim by him. I think it was a lane two, I reckon it was, or lane three, so... That was a, a good result from him. So congratulations as well. It'll be better for the run in, in, in three years' time. 
And then the bronze, we had Brendan Smith, I, I believe is Victorian, in the 400 IM. So he, he swung up faster the time in the heats that probably would have won him gold, but still would be extremely proud with, with the bronze medal there. So, so congratulations. And then uh, Emma McKean as well in the 100 Butterfly. So she's got a lot of... Um, so she's got a lot of racing to do, Emma. So she might have a few medals by the end of this, I reckon, Damo. Yeah, she's in a few relays and whatnot. So yeah. I think she's actually got six Olympic medals already. So she's yeah, um, she's done quite well. So, yeah, she could really go home with a full bag after. And I reckon she, she, she might do some damage in the 100 metres uh, individually by herself because she, she swam a scintillating, I reckon, middle leg or third leg of the relay uh, in which the girls won gold. So I reckon she's half a sniff there as well with Kate Campbell. So... Looks like there'll be more to come there. And yep. then the men's the men's four hundred the four by one as well, Damo. They they did all right there. Yeah, they were struggling big time and then yeah. big Kyle Chalmers yeah. in the in the final leg came from nowhere yeah. to pinch bronze. So that's a fantastic sure effort did. there. Um and Mate, then, it was uh, a massive, it was Herculean last leg, wasn't it? Oh ridiculous. He was so much faster than anyone else in the pool. Mm. It was crazy. Um, and then our, our final bronze medal, uh, Owen Wright in the men's surfing, which we mentioned earlier. Absolutely. So who, big who congratulations. Six years ago, actually had a brain injury and had to learn to walk. Yes. Again. So that's a yes. amazing effort to then end up as an Olympian. Absolutely. And I think my general, the beauty is of the Olympics as well. Is it's so good hearing those stories and the fact that yeah, you, know, you can do whatever you put your mind to if, if you work hard, like hard enough for it. Like you talk about the uh, the Filipino weightlifter and and not having that sort of probably the same access to institutional training and and some help that a lot of other bigger countries would have, and and still won a gold medal. And there was a thirteen year old skateboarder won an Olympic gold medal. So it's good to see that you can doesn't matter where you're from or, or how old you are, you can still have success on the world on the world stage, which is outstanding. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about age, that 13-year-old. There was also a 14-year-old in the final of um, one of the swimming events from Canada as well. So, I mean, it there just you shows yeah. that those countries that probably do have um, better systems, some of these young athletes really get on the stage early, don't they? Absolutely. Absolutely right. So, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's probably a bit of hope for us, Damo, in three years' time if we want to saddle up and, and have a crack at any sort of Olympic sport, we might still get there. I'll be aiming for the darts or the lawn bowls, I think. <laughs> the darts, the ones you throw, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what we want, actually. Tell you what, though, Brisbane, if Brisbane was like 10 years like earlier, like if Brisbane was the next Olympics, geez, I'd love to have a crack at some of the like obscure sports that we would get in because we're the host nation. Like, you know, like a handball or actually probably not a handball athletic, but yeah, some of those sports that, that we would, we, we would be given an automatic bid for would be outstanding. Oh, off air, you, you were telling me that you're a three-on-three basketball specialist, mate. <laughs> Maybe from, from three, but probably not three-on-three three, and I'd need to be uh, spotted up, I reckon. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing much else. On the stilts. Oh. Yeah, mate, on this, I wouldn't be doing much rebounding or defending, I can tell you that much. So, so yeah, but what about, all right, so we might wrap this up, though. This is a pretty uh, short and sharp one, but what's um, what have you got in terms of what's coming up for the people that we should look out for? Any sort of um, future medal hopes, hopefully? Yeah, look, I think basketball is probably um, yeah. the one that, to keep an eye out on. I yep. think we're probably, well, we haven't seen any of the women's basketball yet, but in the men's, I think we're... Um, 
this is our time to get a medal, I think. Yeah, I reckon um, it is, yep. I'd, I'd say the women's are a pretty good sniff as well. And then we've yep. got heaps of swimming left. Yeah. Um, luck. Yep. We've still got the freestyle, um, 100 metres, then the longer distance yep. events as well. So, like you said, Kyle Chalmers would have to be a hot chance of a 100 metre Absolutely, medal. yeah, for sure. And the men's, I reckon the men's 4 by 2 might be a chance as well. Men's 4 by 2 uh, 4 by 200 metre relay. And the women's as well. I reckon they're both pretty good chances, uh, yeah. particularly with Ariane. I reckon Ariane could swim for the four, swim four hundred of that by itself and would give us a good chance. So yeah, a bit of a um, team, one of the team medley events as well. I think would be um, yeah. Would be I reckon the women's good. women's women's four by one. I reckon would be a good chance there as well. So mate, it's plenty to come, and and also the field hockey. I reckon will be good. The they're, they're playing pretty well. The women's sevens. They're yet to get underway, but they would be a good chance at a medal as well. So there's still plenty to come. Watch out for Sam Stozer and Ash Barty in the doubles there. So there's, there's still plenty to come, Damon. I mean, it hasn't yeah. even been a week yet. Well, track and field hasn't even started. You know, we're exactly, always yeah. a sniff of getting a, a sneaky medal there. Um, so, I mean, just uh, get onto Twitter or on any of your sources and just mm. find the daily schedule. Um, tune yes, in. Yes, yeah. Tune in Absolutely. and uh, keep watching. But I think, yeah, we've we've got metal chances still out there. That's for sure. Right, absolutely. Have you give us a smoky demo? So for, for the next, have you give us a smoky metal chance if you die for the next uh, for the next sort of let's say the next four or five days. If you can, you reckon you can sniff one out? I reckon uh, McSuen in in the running. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. I reckon Nick Swain, yeah. 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 I reckon a, like a cheeky bronze from him. And, yeah. And, and, and maybe one, maybe the Australian high jumper that broke two metres, um, the female high jumper. I reckon. Is that Nicola McDermott, is it? Yeah, yep. If you can, if she can peak again with that sort of performance, I think that would go pretty well. We're normally pretty good in some of the throwing events too, like the shot put and the discus and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, you just got to wait usually, a second. Yeah. I haven't done my yeah, form absolutely. on that yet. So, um, again, I'll, I'll speak to Gator and Tony and um, get my best bets of the week to you. That's there. I'll look forward to that then, Damo. But uh, it's a pleasure pleasure to have you on. And, and thanks for thanks for jumping on and doing this. Uh, we don't know really where Sean is. Um, he may have got lost in the village as well. He might have defected. So, we hope that he'll be around next time, but uh, I think we've been pretty seamless today, Damo. So I don't yeah, think we need him. I, I don't think he's caught the Olympic fever like us. Um, we've gone. No, full he hasn't. We've gone yeah. full nuffy. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it was good stuff. All right. So, on behalf of me, Roy, and, and HG, HG, and Damo, uh, we'd like to thank you for for jumping on, and and hopefully we can see some more Aussie gold as well. So, uh, until next time, we'll uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, go Aussie go. Yeah, I hope we're half as good as Roy and HD, mate. <laughs>